0: Welcome to "You Need to See This" and every other weekly film podcast about filling the gaps in our collective cinematic experience. I'm Cozy Orlin, and I'm ho- uh, joined by my co-host.
1: Hi, it's Bree Jones. Woo!
0: We are Woo-hoo! comedians, writers, filmmakers, and silent killers. Every episode, <laughs> one of us tries to convince the other and the audience that they need to see a specific film, and we do it all with no spoilers whatsoever. It's true. Oh, But before that, we have a We Saw It. Oh, my gosh.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yes.
0: So exciting. What do we got?
1: I I saw Amelie.
0: (gasps) Yes. Good. Oh.
1: It was so good. Oh, the best. Yeah. um, Oh, I'm
0: so glad to hear it.
1: Yeah, no, it was, like, from the very beginning, like, the whole intro and just, like, I love the little details of describing the characters and their likes and their dislikes. It was yes. just, it's, like, <laughs> the film is just, it's just unique, like, that's, like, and whimsical, like, those are the words that, you know, I would describe it Oh, as. I'm
0: so happy to hear that, absolutely.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, um, I definitely um, want to rewatch it, because I feel like, you know, having to, the subtitles kind of go by fast, I felt yeah. like. that's a good call. Um, yeah, so I was kind of pa- – I was pausing for a few moments because I felt like there's – it's such, a, like, a detail-oriented movie, like, just with the little character traits that I didn't want to miss anything. Um,
0: right. <laughs> uh,
1: but it was really good. I ended up uh, – yeah, the 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 part where she ends up, you know, calling in the telephone booth and then, like, you see the reaction when he gets, like, the little box of, of uh, memorabilia, like, that – I started tearing up, and I was not expecting myself to tear up at that. Oh, but.
0: that's amazing! I love it. That's what I'm going
1: yeah. for. <laughs> it was really good.
0: Oh, I'm so happy to hear it. Yes. Oh, good. Well, I hope you revisit it in in years, in years to the future, and such.
1: <laughs> yes, I actually had to um, go to a video store to rent it too. It wasn't streaming anywhere, which was a.
0: Uh, oh, I hate it when that happens. Sad. Such a bummer, right?
1: Yeah, but it was nice going, like, I, you know, I just Googled, like, a video store, and there's actually one pretty close to me, so it's nice. I miss going into video stores. Yeah,
0: which one did you go to? Hell yeah.
1: Um, It's called Alex Video. It's just, like, a little local um, Highland Park spot that's been around for a little while, and it's, like, real tiny, but uh, they just happened to have it, and uh, it worked out.
0: Nice. Shout out to Alex Video. Fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Keep video stores alive.
0: Yes, please do. Oh, uh, absolutely. It's been too long for me. I need to go back and then, if only to make sure my VCR still works.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't, I gave away my VCR so long ago, but that's exciting that you have one.
0: Oh, yeah. VCR DVD combo, uh, keeping it alive and occasionally checking to make sure it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, um, yeah. I watched uh, I watched a DVD last year that I like bought just for this uh, just for this podcast, and I decided it was not good enough to do on here. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it was a little bit of a risk, but you know, uh, aspects of it were good, but aspects of it were dated. So I was like, oh, I don't want to have to defend grossness.
1: <laughs> right. I think I rebought. I actually bought my. Blu-ray I bought a Blu-ray player for uh uh Whitest Kids You Know because I like found yeah. there after Trevor Moore died, I uh bought the DVD set online somewhere and it was definitely one of those ones where like it was just somebody made a copy of it and they put like a fake like printer paper like oh, wow. cover on it. <laughs> Oh, I just no. like, well, how much did I pay for this? I kind of like should have seen that coming, especially like considering I'm sure everyone was looking it up after he passed away, like trying to find it online, oh,
0: sure. Yeah. I was wondering. I was like, did they did they show pre- preview pics that they faked, or were they like bad preview photos?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, I think they like they whatever photos it was, it was just very like generic, like title oh. cover, whitest kids you know. And I was like, oh, fingers crossed, it's like the legit. Uh, box it, but it was kind of like a too good to be true price, so of I should have seen that coming. Oh, it's you stuck, never know.
0: So. It's the yeah. internet. There's no way to know.
1: <laughs> no way to know. And it's still. I mean, the, I was able to watch it, so I well, was uh, grateful for that. Yeah, and, um,
0: thank goodness for that. I still have my neighbor's um, like UK DVD uh, slash maybe just DVD player um, that I've had artfully posed in a weird crate in my apartment and is just like covered in dust. And I never actually hooked up.
1: <laughs> so it's just like a, a relic. Like yeah. It's a weird, little...
0: yeah, it's a weird relic. Uh, I was supposed to watch black books on it. One of my absolute favorite shows. Cause I had, uh, non multi-region DVDs of that show. And I just never used the non-multi, you know, I never used the multi-region DVD player. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well yeah you're gonna have to i guess uh connect it at some point and put it to use
0: i think i really might i really part of me wants to make that happen just so i can triple stack my terrible uh vcr vcr dvd thing and cable box
1: <laughs> yeah room. make it make it make a tower of uh, of old <laughs>
0: Oh, old a, tower machines. Of, a tower of old. That's honestly what it is. That's a how I feel. I feel that way sometimes.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think I'm a tower of old. Yeah, like,
0: we're all old things stacked upon one another. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, which is the plot of the movie Old. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> They're all DVD players.
1: They're all old DVD players and VCRs that we're not sure if they work anymore, but
0: yeah, yep. who knows? Like they might not even be fully plugged in, <laughs> covered in dust. But
1: we keep them anyway.
0: Yeah, they're nostalgic. We're all nostalgic.
1: <laughs> we keep yeah, we keep us olds around yeah, for nostalgia reasons.
0: We keep ourselves, yeah. That I honestly that makes a lot of sense. <laughs>
1: That's oh. how we pass on the stories and, and, and such. So yeah.
0: These are keep. good metaphors. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes uh I, I didn't expect it to lead here but i'm happy well, with how how it uh ended same
0: up. oh same very everything's a metaphor for everything so that's always a delight and a surprise mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh wonderful well i'm so glad you watched amelie everybody else follow suit if you haven't already it is a delight and a treasure uh so today uh we are watching a movie we are talking about a movie rather so I almost never do this, but today I'm going to be trying to convince you and the audience to watch something I just saw in theaters recently. Oh. Yeah, it's fun that way. It's real rare. Um, and this one is 2021's indie mystery thriller Double Walker. It's got blood and desert stuff and supernatural creepiness. And Brie, you need to see this.
1: Okay. yeah what's it about oh
0: that's a good question this is gonna be a weird one um i'm not exactly sure how to fully describe it because even the synopsis that i saw immediately gave away more than i would have wanted to know so Mm -hmm. um audience members uh do yourselves a favor don't look at synopses don't read about it anywhere but do absolutely watch the trailer so this is what I've got for my written synopsis of it that doesn't give away the things that will become clear once you watch the movie.
1: Mm, okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So, uh, a little girl has died, and her mother and father are in mourning. There's a funeral going on, et cetera. We don't know how she died. We just know that she died. Okay. Um, after that, uh, a young woman appears in the woods, um, and she's the lead of the movie, and we see her walking through a Midwestern town, In the film, you know, we see her killing men, we learn about who she is, what her history is, and why she's there. Boom. Synopsis.
1: (laughs) Hmm, okay.
0: Yeah, gotta be careful on this one, because truly, uh, it's cool in ways that I have to dance around mildly. Which can make it tough for this podcast, but there are always ways to sell stuff
1: right I know yeah I mean it definitely sounds mysterious um oh,
0: good good good, good. <laughs>
1: yeah so I'm get like what is the genre is it like a is it like drama like horror like yeah, thriller it's kind
0: of, yeah it's kind of living in all of those worlds it feels very indie um I, I think it's easy to call it a horror movie but in terms of its feelings, it's got other things happening too, you know? It's the type of movie where people would categorize it as a horror movie, but when you, but, but when you watch it and see sort of the details of it, it's more of a movie about death and things like that. Okay. Yeah, it's very strange. <clears throat> and this, this one, woman,
1: the woman that, that's walking through the woods uh, is the lead.
0: Yeah, she's the lead. She is the okay. name, she's the nameless main character of it.
1: Mm, I love and, a nameless main character
0: Yeah, it can be fun You can put things on it and all that And, uh, and, and you know, metaphors and such mm-hmm. So this movie is directed by a guy named Colin West uh, It looks like this was his second feature After 2012's So It Was With Us And a bunch of shorts And he also has another feature coming out Called Linoleum next year With Jim Gaffigan and Tony Shaloub And Rhea Seahorn and Mike Lee in Black
1: Oh wow. Yeah,
0: that one looks really cool. So I feel like he's if that one blows up, like I hope it does, then people will be like, "Oh, Colin West." Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. They're going to go back to this movie and and rave about it and you'll be like, "I I know that movie. I <laughs> yes. knew it before all of you." Yeah. I
0: really hope. I really hope. I really hope so. I want people to revisit this one after seeing that one. And I hope that one's good cuz it sounds cool. It's some guy making like, I think Jim Gaffigan's like making a rocket in his backyard or in basement or something like that. Ooh. Yeah. It sounds weird and cool. And I'm like, yeah, this, this is it up my alley.
1: Yeah. I've always liked the word linoleum.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a good word. I don't know how it, it relates to this one. I'm curious.
1: I don't either. I mean, I just think of tile like, like linoleum. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it it kind of lives in that same world as fluorescent a little bit.
1: A little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so this movie is written by uh, Sylvie Mix and Colin West Uh, Sylvie uh, also wrote a short called Look Like And starred in Poser, where she plays a podcaster like us Oh my gosh
1: Whoa Crazy Crazy
0: (laughs) Impossible Uh, For Double Walker, Colin was also the DP And Sylvie was also the producer Uh, They worked on it together after discussing both of their individual graphic novels That they were working on
1: Oh that's awesome. I love that wearing yeah. multiple hats.
0: Yeah, so many, very indie, low budget, all that good stuff. And Sylvie also plays the main character. Oh, wow. Right. So many hats. Everyone and and like very talented hats. That's the best part. S-
1: Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's really hard to, like, because I'm like, I did that when I was making, like, student films, but they're definitely not great. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, this is one where I'm like, oh, every single aspect of their jobs, they are all killing it at.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. It was a shock. (laughs)
0: Um, It also has Layla Pritt playing the young girl who dies, uh, uh, who has died, rather. Um, uh, Quinn Armstrong as her father. Uh, Micah Carter as her mother And Jacob Rice as a movie usher Who becomes the main character's friend
1: mm, okay
0: Yeah, just a bunch of people's names, basically
1: <laughs> Yeah I'm not, right? like, I didn't recognize any of them
0: Yeah, I, I I looked them up and I was like Okay, some of them have some things in things But not things that I saw So probably not going to be perfect selling points on this one
1: <laughs> Right yeah, sounds like a very indie film then, and it sounds like you know names that could potentially be bigger names if like they're you know if if they're kind of the the director producing duo that like rehires like the same talents.
0: Ooh, yeah, that would be nice to see. I always like yeah. it when people do that. Mm-hmm. So fun. Uh, so this movie, uh, I saw it on the thirteenth of November. Okay. Uh, at the Lumiere Theater, my favorite art house theater, which I love very dearly. Yes. Uh, have you been to that one? I can't remember.
1: Uh, is that, um, no, I don't know. Where is it at?
0: That's the one on Wilshire that used to be the Lemley.
1: Okay. I've no, I've been to the Lemley when it was the Lemley, but not perfect. I have not been there. Oh,
0: nice. You've been to the space though. That's good. Yeah. They, they bought it. The people working there bought it from the Lemley, I think. And now it's theirs, which
1: is real cool. Ooh, it's exciting yeah I like um yeah I I feel like that's what's so great about this city too is all the little like independent theaters
0: oh yes and it's so it's so interesting to see because I feel like there, there are so many that I haven't been to that I wish I had gone to but instead I've just been to like the indie ones that are kind of also owned by Tarantino so they, they feel like semi-indie but also mm. not it's weird
1: <laughs> right I went. I went to the Vista mostly. I feel like that was the one I would go to all all the time. Oh
0: yeah, Vista's great. Absolutely. Oh, there's so many fun ones around. I need to mm-hmm. make it uh more of a uh, more of a mission to go around and see weird things at like the arrow and stuff I've never been to.
1: Yeah, I've never been there either.
0: Yeah. Oh well, maybe next year?
1: Yes. That's the Yes, move. New Year's resolutions to go to every single um every single one wow this is ambitious
0: that sounds pretty cool i'm in
1: <laughs> yeah that would be that'd be a fun uh that'd be a fun adventure to track on the podcast
0: oh my god i'd be so down we may have to make yeah. it
1: happen yeah
0: fun uh, at least like
1: once every once a month or something
0: yeah god no not constantly yeah there's it's it's finding a way to balance it right <laughs> right nice yeah i'd be down to anything within my radius <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that's the key. Um, so whenever stuff is coming out at, Lum- at Lumiere, I'm always like watching all the trailers and being like, oh, these are a bunch of movies that I don't know anything about and aren't playing anywhere else in town. Uh, and I, so I watched the trailer for this one for Double Walker, and I was like, you know what? I'm in. I'll see this movie that's playing at zero other theaters in town because I'm me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, It's also a very, very, very good trailer. And if it doesn't make you want to watch it, audience, then you are all wrong.
1: (laughs) Wow. That's hard to... I feel like trailers, yeah, I I tend to stay away from them because for the most part, they tend to be misleading in a way that makes the movie look worse than it ends up being.
0: Yeah, that's a problem with a lot of trailers where it's either giving too much away or it's misleading in a different direction for marketing and shit like that. Or like... Come on, come on! That new movie—it truly tells you nothing about the movie except for Joaquin Phoenix is in it, which is apparently enough of a selling point for people.
1: <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of uh, shocked faces of like of well-known actors, and then like that yeah. noise like oh, every God. three seconds.
0: Oh, the worst! Yeah, this one's just, like it's in black and white, and it looks like another like family uh, marriage story movie or whatever. But like, I'm sure it's good. I just truly don't know what's happening in that movie. I'm getting distracted talking about come on, come on, because I'm railing about how little the trailer tells me. <laughs> I've never been this upset about it. I'm like, tell me anything. Why is this a movie?
1: Yeah, you're like, no wonder, come on, come on, because come on.
0: Right, exactly. It doesn't even, even the title tells me nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, the title's really like, uh, Come on, like I feel like they're still like brainstorming like what the movie's <laughs> about when they released it. I think so. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, but I'm sure it's great.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I might even see it, but I don't. There's nothing hooking me. Um, Maybe
1: that's the hook. Maybe the hook is like angering people enough to be like, "What is this movie about? I have to find out." And uh, that's,
0: I hope that's so. What it is. I want to have more faith in people than 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 I do and believe that, but I don't have enough faith to believe that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame uh, I me. I probably feel the same.
0: Yeah, they're probably just gonna go see it because Joaquin Phoenix, and I'm like, he's good. That makes sense. I would too.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're a big name like that, you'd kind of sell the movie just as just by being in it. That's totally it.
0: I, maybe they're just testing that out. They're like, this. We'll see if this works. <laughs> <laughs> oh god but yeah so I went to the Lumiere and I saw the movie and I I I saw that there was like a little Q&A with the director after which sometimes happens at Lumiere where you know it's like usually the premiere of the movie and I was like oh cool okay sure why not so I got to hear the director talk about it a little bit in in almost total darkness because they forgot to turn the lights up
1: oh my goodness it was just like the voices on a microphone
0: it was amazing I was like this is perfect for this movie for some reason like for any horror movie or horror type of movie or whatever where they leave the lights kind of dim. Uh, yeah. During really the Q&A. setting the
1: mood. Yeah, it was really weird.
0: <laughs> but uh we all kind of collectively went sure. And there were like uh you know, people who had worked on the movie were in the audience and stuff and it was really nice. I felt like I was intruding a little.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. I love the Q&A things. Um Oh, they're so fun. Yeah, that one th- theater that I was thinking of that I had been to um too it's called brain dead studios
0: oh i keep wanting to go to brain dead
1: yeah i saw uh afi the band did like they like did some collaboration on like a short film so i mainly went for afi because i was just like I you know obsessed that. with them growing up um Hell yeah <laughs> yeah and it was really great because they did like q a but they did turn the lights on which was uh, which was nice yeah
0: that tends to usually happen i was very surprised <laughs> how was the popcorn at brain dead this is truly all i want to know <laughs> uh it was good oh thank god okay uh, good snack selection
1: uh, they did. Yes, they had a good snack selection. Um, they were only serving popcorn and like a, They basically your ticket like came with a free popcorn and drink. Oh, um, but they had like hot dog. They had like hot dogs. They had like vegan hot dogs and then they had like a bunch of candy and stuff. Yeah. So um, okay. I didn't get like a, a really like detailed look at what they had, but it seemed like, you know, yeah, a good selection.
0: That's good to hear. I've been that's I've been wondering for so long because that is like a really close theater to me. And their, their lineups are always insane. And I'm like, yeah, so it's going to happen at some point.
1: Yeah, well, no, uh, popcorn was, was good. I, I'm, I'm always kind of skeptical when you don't get to like pour your own butter kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Did they have like weird seasonings that they could, uh, that you could do?
1: They did have like the little, uh, yeah, shake, shake on seasonings.
0: Oh, thank God. Yeah. All Lumiere is great. They have like, they have bacon seasoning and like chili lime. And I always mix those up along with all like nacho cheese seasoning and stuff. Yummy! It's so good.
1: Mm, chili lime—that's a—I've never had that on popcorn, but that sounds—that sounds like right up my alley.
0: Truly, yeah, it's perfect. They have so many options um, in terms of desserts what, uh, or candy. I mean, wow, that was great. <laughs> um, that's how my brain works. What's dessert? <laughs> uh, what is dessert? What's for dessert? Uh, I got a Dars bar. <laughs> what, a da- what's it sounds like it sounds like what you should have gotten from the internet when you ordered the <laughs> whitest kids you know D Blu-ray.
1: Just <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> so a knockoff Mars bar. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It truly sounds like that. <laughs> but um, they're really good. I think they're they're I think they're um, Japanese. I, I think, or you know, possibly. I, I didn't look at the I didn't look at the characters well enough to to differentiate between between Japanese or Chinese. But. Um, they are uh from that part, general part of Asia. And mm. uh they're DARS bars. And there were three different types. There was dark chocolate, white chocolate, and milk chocolate. And I got two different com- I had uh, two different ones because I thought they wouldn't be enough, and they were really fucking good.
1: Ooh, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I'm I'm skeptical about DARS. It sounds like a wish.com version. <laughs> like yeah. that sounds like something I would order online thinking. I'm getting a good deal and then turning out that it's like made of styrofoam or something. But yeah, it sounds
0: scary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, that's, that's a, uh, which, fla- wait, which flavors did you have again?
0: Uh, I went with white chocolate because I love white chocolate. Everyone can hate me for it. And I did uh, and I think I also did dark chocolate because I was like, I can't decide between milk and dark, so I'll just do dark. And they were so good and like rich and the texture mm. was so perfect. Oh, I'm looking them up. They are Japanese um, and they are very good.
1: Oh my gosh, we need to have another podcast called You Need to Eat This.
0: Yes, oh my god, I would so eat that podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's just recommending things that either one of us haven't eaten before. Oh,
0: that would be so good. Yeah, truly, I'm always living that in my heart, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sold on that. I love I love a good chocolate bar.
0: Oh, same. Yeah, when it's good, it's good. And these are, the I didn't know what to expect, because like, They have a bunch of cool, like, uh, you know, imported chocolate stuff at Lumiere, which is also all I'm looking for at indie theaters. And the last time I got like, I don't know what it was called, but it was fine. It was just like an okay chocolate bar. It didn't do anything for me. Mm. So this time I was not expecting much, but this was, oh, so good.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's scary trying like new things too, because especially food, I feel like because you know, you don't. You want it to be good, but it, there's always a risk with your when trying something, especially if you've never like had the chance to like look it up or research it. and You're oh, just kind of right. going for it. But that's oh, also yeah. what makes it fun because sometimes you do discover those like really great uh, snacks. And
0: yes, it's so true. I yeah. I've always been such an adventurous eater. Like when I was a kid, I remember I was in Paris uh, and I was eating in like fourth grade, and I was eating or I was at a restaurant. And they were like, the flower is edible. And I was like, good, I'm eating it right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They told you after you started eating it, you were like, oh, I'm on it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh, good. I'm glad it worked out that way. (laughs) My parents were like, you looked like a horse eating that, (laughs) I think. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Something about just chomping into a big edible flower. But um, yeah. Uh, anyway, that sounds like a perfect podcast one day, one day.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, in the meantime, what are your first impressions of double Walker?
1: Um, I'm intrigued. I feel like, uh, I mean, I love like a good indie film and I like seeing, especially one. Uh, so if it's, if it sounds like it's, it's good. It, I like seeing sort of these first or second feature films where you can kind of like see the style emerging and then kind of like tracking that director and, uh, in future projects but yes. uh no I, it sounds really interesting and i'm i really kind of want to watch the trailer uh just because you you're making the trailer sound really good oh, so, so good <laughs> um i think once i watch that i'll know for sure if i want to see it but i think uh, that's if the trailer's good
0: yeah i think that's truly the right way to do it honestly
1: <sighs> yeah Ugh. um
0: so it sounds good
1: sounds oh, sounds creepy
0: wonderful yes absolutely oh Um, All right, let me give you some reasons to see this thing. Yes. Wonderful. Okay, so Double Walker, the first reason is that it is a low-budget indie that absolutely does not look like one. The shots Mm. are beautiful, they're snowy, they're woodsy, the interiors look fantastic, and the visuals are all very, like, clear and pretty... Uh, the DP slash director slash director, writer, director uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Yep. I'll go with it. Uh, clearly knows his shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my what God. What was
1: the budget? Do you know?
0: I don't, I'm curious, but I, I think that wherever he said they shot it was a place where they like knew people to be able to go like, get the house and stuff like that without having to deal with too much money stuff. I think mm-hmm. they saved money by shooting it in, in the right places.
1: Got it. Okay.
0: Yeah. I can't remember if it was like he went home to do it, but that's a possibility. I don't remember. Uh, if he is listening, I'm sorry. I was half paying attention. <laughs> from and and of Q&A.
1: was this like shot here in like the U S or was uh, this... I
0: believe it was U.S. have part of me thinks Ohio for some reason, but I truly don't know the answer.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: But yeah, somewhere in the U S that's all I've got. Um, Midwestern town in the, in the film and probably in real life. <laughs> Mm, okay. Uh, my second reason is that I believe the director said he was thinking of it less like a horror movie, and he described it as being more like a tone poem, which is my absolute mm. favorite flavor of supernatural movie. Like, it involves murder and revenge and horror related things, but it's much more about death and loss and emotions, and from a different perspective than we normally see them
1: yeah i like that tone poem and it's good because it's like it's really just about how these things are kind of like making you feel rather than like the actual event happening itself
0: yeah exactly and without like really shrugging off the narrative or anything where it's just like this isn't even a movie anymore this one still maintains a narrative thread and you're like Mm -hmm. following like things that you're learning about like learning how the the kid at the beginning dies and stuff like that and all this stuff you know it's it's solving stuff like who is this mysterious woman, all this stuff like that.
1: Okay, yeah. So it's like the the death is like, it, unraveling this this child's death is kind of like this part of this mysterious tone poem.
0: Yeah, definitely. But it still in the end feels, it, it's still so much more about the emotions of it, which really is all I want from my movies. Like I saw Dune and I was like, this is pretty and like cool. And I don't think there are a lot of emotions happening. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it's true. Like, I mean, you want like, I, I, yeah, I I prefer the same kind of film. It's like, I can, I like watching a movie and coming out of it and like still like thinking about it hours later, like, wow, I felt things and I need like some time to process this movie oh, the <laughs> because best. it made me feel a certain way.
0: Yeah, like going to a movie alone and just being like in a weird dark funk afterwards. I love it.
1: Right. Like, I think that's why I think so many people grab onto like David Lynch, too, because it's like a lot of his stuff is very like feel like you just feel a certain way after watching it. And it's not necessarily like, you know, about what's happening, like plot wise, as much as it is like the emotions that come with it. Oh,
0: that's see, that's good to hear, because I have actually never seen any David Lynch.
1: Oh, Which is shocking because I'm me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one to okay keep in mind.
0: Yes, please. Oh, it's, I've heard I've heard nothing but good about all the darkness, and I'm like, that's what I
1: like. <laughs> yeah, all um, right.
0: So the third reason to see Double Walker is that the lead Sylvie Mix does a fantastic job with really quiet acting. Um, hmm. I wasn't sure if she was going to talk in it at all or not. She mostly just kind of exists in the world and everybody everybody does a great job acting in this indie movie it's a good cast of people i've never seen before they all do great acting and she's she does the best acting she's great
1: amazing yeah i love a i love a cast that i like i yeah i like no i like people who don't who are kind of just new into this world and and like deserve the spotlight too, you know, like who are talented and let some other people up on uh on the big screen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's nice. It's exciting. It, that's why I'm so glad Indies try with that even if even when they don't succeed. I'm just like give people a shot.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um my fourth reason to see this is that it's weird and lonely and quiet and the few songs that are in it reinforce everything really well.
1: Okay. So like the sound the soundtrack is uh the sa- and the sound design, is it just like mostly living in silence for yeah. a lot of it?
0: Yeah, it's pretty quiet. There's nothing like being intrusive and awful and like trying to pull your heartstrings and bullshit like that. So that's one reason mm-hmm. I was like, yes, please, I'll take it.
1: I like that too.
0: So good. when it res- when it The silence respects the audience. It's a nice feeling.
1: <laughs> right. And it doesn't matter. Like I feel like sometimes, yeah, when you have like an overbearing kind of like sound design or soundtrack, like it's like trying to mask something like it's forcing those like yeah those feelings on you when you wouldn't normally feel that way with what's going on
0: yeah i really hate it and even if it works on me i'm like boo, boo.
1: <laughs> you're aware that it's working on you
0: yeah i'm not a fan of that it's it's like you got me and i don't like that but i if i hadn't felt this way without them then that's a problem
1: <laughs> yeah 100 uh, percent.
0: and the fifth reason that i think you need to see double walker is that it doles out information in a very measured and smart way, uh, like a lot of movies have lately. Like Pig did that, Nine Days did that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and but but those movies felt so long that I wouldn't watch them again, despite how much I loved them both. And uh, but this one didn't feel long at all. It just doled it out in a measured way, while also, you know, being interesting the whole time and like not feeling like the slowest. And with movies like that, there's always this fear that it might not be worth the watch, like it won't deliver on the ending. Yeah. But this one definitely delivered on the ending for me.
1: Yeah, and is there, would you say, like, compared to, like, yeah, Pig, uh, or, uh, like, is there just, like, rewatchability then?
0: I would say for this one, definitely, yeah. I would say because it doesn't feel like a slog at any point.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's good to know cuz I feel like that's I feel like that way with a lot of movies especially like when I see them in theaters where it's like, okay, I saw it and it was good, but I don't know if I would ever watch this like outside of this outside of a theater or like ever again, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's truly same. It just like it's like I would recommend other people see it once.
1: <laughs> right.
0: And then never again ever. But yeah, mm. like everything about this movie sort of speaks to a taste level and an intelligence and I'm very much a sucker for for good taste.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm also curious, just even the title, it's like double Walker. I'm curious what the,
0: you know what? Uh, I don't think I could figure out the reason why they named that the, the movie that until right now, while we're talking where I made enough of a connection.
1: Oh, okay. So you're just like, you just kind of had this this uh, epiphany as we were talking about it? Yeah,
0: definitely. I was really? like, oh, yeah, okay. I could see how that would make sense as the name. It's, it's, a lot of the things in the movie are based around a dream um, uh, that not only the main character has, but also I believe Sylvie Mix had.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: So I th- like the theme of the themes involved in that dream make sense to me as the reason for the title. Okay. And I'm in now, but
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And my bonus reason is that this is technically a Christmas movie. So it's a perfect bridge between scary times and winter holidays.
1: Ooh. Okay. So it, how is it technically, is it taking place? Yeah. It's taking Christmas? place
0: during Christmas. There's like a Christmas tree, things like that. It's, you know, snowy and stuff. Okay. Yeah, but it's not like the center of it is Christmas or anything like
1: that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No jingle bells are heard. Uh, no, not no jingle bells. No,
0: like Santa Claus coming in, being like, "I'm Tim Allen. I don't <laughs> coke and have bad opinions." <laughs>
1: He's like, "Oh, I'm Tim Allen. Oh, I mean Santa Claus. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsies.
0: Oh, the snow, the snow, so much snow from Tim Allen.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, and then the uh, Home Improvement. Ooh.
0: Yeah. Oh, just someone watching from across the." from <laughs> across the fence <laughs> the whole movie what a weird way to watch a movie
1: <laughs> what a, yeah it seems uh seems like uncomfortable and maybe just like not effective
0: yeah the only way i watch uh, the santa claus is <laughs> or uh or a santa claus whatever it is is through slats in a fence and i can barely make out the anything in it so sad
1: <laughs> <laughs> so sad
0: <laughs> problems um I think that's pretty much everything I have to say about it. While while you know, making sure that nothing gets ruined, mm-hmm. um, blood stuff, uh, spoons are in it, and they use them in interesting ways. Um yeah, it's good, it's a good movie. It's worth seeing.
1: <laughs> okay, spoons. I'm like I'm thinking spoons like reflections. Like that's sort of what I'm imagining. Ooh,
0: maybe maybe
1: like looking at somebody through a spoon and seeing like some cool distorted <laughs> reflections. I don't know. That's a yeah. Or the only other spoon example I think of off the top of my head is like the Matrix. Oh, yeah.
0: Neither of those. And that's what makes it even more fun.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I Um, can't
0: remember if there's anything about that in the trailer or not, but I I know you see a spoon in the trailer, but I don't remember what's being done with it.
1: Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check out this trailer then as soon as we're done recording for today.
0: Awesome. Okay. what do you think? What are your thoughts?
1: Um, my thoughts are, it sounds, yeah, it sounds like something I'm I'm curious to see the trailer for at the very least, and probably something I, I would watch.
0: Awesome. Oh, perfect.
1: Yeah. Um, I really do like the, the mystery element of it. And I think, uh, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, curious to see like the acting and the talent that this, uh, this sort of like new, new, uh, crop of talent has, Oh,
0: good. Yeah, it's so it's so much better. Uh, it's so much better than I was expecting a random movie to be.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so nice. No, sometimes order. you watch a, a movie that you're like, ah, I've never like pick a movie on like a streaming service that's an indie and it's horrible. So yeah,
0: or even it's just like fine, but you're like, here are all the things I would fix about it, and like it didn't deliver on these things, and blah blah blah. Hmm. Lived it many times. Well good. I'm very glad to hear that. Uh let me know what you think. I'm excited.
1: Yes, I'm convinced. So I will let you know.
0: Sweet. Uh folks, if you want to watch this, it's online now and you should. It came out the day that the movie was out. I asked the question uh during the Q and A, Where is this out? Where can I make people watch this because they need to? Um so yeah, support independent films, everybody. It's on Apple TV and Google Play and Amazon and all the other things.
1: Ooh.
0: And if you have seen Double Walker, cool. That's fucking awesome. Tell us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Uh, need to see Pod to let us know what you think of it. Um, follow us on there. Tell us what we need to see. Join the Facebook group. Talk about movies with us in it. Uh, it's very quiet in there, but it's not lonely, so say hi. Talk to us about Dars Bars. They're really good. <laughs> 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 What's your weirdest candy? Yeah,
1: yeah. we just got to throw a prompt up there.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Every so often I think about that. I'm like, yeah, I should start a conversation about DARS bars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I like that it's, it's truly just DARS, but I'm adding bars to make it sound more weirder, mildly. It's mm. just like, it's just DARS. And you're like, I don't know what this is going to be. Anyway, that's a lot of DARS. What are recommendations you
1: have? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was, you know, going to recommend DARS bars, but that's already been... (laughs) I'm just kidding. I've never had a DARS bar, but... (laughs) 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 Uh, My recommendation, let's see. Uh, What have I been really into? I've been watching Succession, the latest season. I'm going to recommend Succession. Nice. Um, Great show. Very well written. Very funny. And just... um, intense all the way through.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. That's such a good combo of uh intense and funny is a very good combo.
1: Yeah, and it's like one of those shows where like I definitely I when it first came out I looked past it because it's like a boring like it's like oh people in in suits in an office b seen that before. Yeah. Mad Men. <laughs> but it's nothing like Mad Men um, oh, Mad Men. That's like, uh,
0: the name I was trying to think of the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I truly spent a very long time at somebody's uh, apartment, being like, the show about marketing people. Um, the guy with the jaw, and everyone thinks he's hot, and he was in Thirty Rock." <laughs> 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 Mad
1: Men. Thank you. <laughs> yes, John Hamm. John Hamm um anyway yes. yes also a very good show but very different from this one um this one is a much faster pace and like it yeah there's just constantly the without spoiling anything the last episode was just uh great beginning to end i felt like every minute felt like my heart was racing um it was just very like high stakes kind of like um uh, high pressure episode where it felt like everything was falling apart every minute and it was awesome
0: that sounds perfect and honestly the 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 I don't want to say heaven because that feels maybe too strong, but the bonus factor of getting mm. to see Alan Ruck all the time uh is gotta be gotta be a good selling point.
1: Yes, also a great selling point.
0: We all we all have to see Cameron again in our hearts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I hope he knows. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he's heard it too much. <laughs>
1: Yes, probably. What's a, what, what about it for you? What's the recommendation that you have?
0: Uh, my recommendation this week is going to be the podcast Tossed Popcorn. Uh, oh. It is uh, my friend Liana Holston's podcast on the iHeart Network. Uh, it's her and a friend from college. They're both very funny and hilarious. They won a competition to get that podcast uh, on iHeart. And it's a movie podcast. They, uh, they watch the top 100 AFI films and mostly roast them for being outdated racist, misogynist trash. It's great.
1: Oh my goodness! I love that.
0: (laughs) It's perfect. They're very, they're very funny, and it's just a delight to be able to support a friend's podcast that is also like funny and good and worth supporting.
1: Yeah. No. And congrats to them for uh, for getting their podcast on iHeart. Yeah. Congratulations. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Check out Toss Popcorn, folks. Um. Yeah. So let's see. I guess it's time for plugs. Uh, I've got my final quarantine date night happening on Wednesday, November 24th, right before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve. Um, I will be traveling the day of Thanksgiving, so I don't have to worry about any conflicts. I love doing that. I also recommend mm-hmm. that, but I'm not going to put it in the show notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Um, so my show is quarantine date night, 8 p.m. Pacific, twitch.tv slash Lama. We've got a ton of people from the Pack theater this time. Uh, Nikki Urban and Jules Ford Marshalli- <gasps> Marcelina Shavira and Jonathan Cho Who I've been trying to get for a very long time Because they're I both delightful They're so yes. such sweethearts uh, Jillian Dunn and Damian Dunn uh, Sam J and Anna, uh, Anna Maria Stojic I don't know how to pronounce her last name But I will find out um, And also uh, one, uh, one couple from uh, Phoenix, Arizona uh, Jackie Arend and Sam Haldeman
1: Ooh, fun. I'm so I know excited. like half of those people, perfect. so I'll probably watch
0: that. I'm so excited. Yeah, I it just shaped up like a pack one this time, and I was like, great, let's pack it up. This will be perfect.
1: Let's pack it up. Let's do
0: it. And this will be our last, uh, it'll be our last quarantine date night after after nine really fun shows. This will be like the 10th and final show, probably.
1: Aw, is it going to like continue in person at all, or it just will be like not quarantine date night, but, I think or is it...
0: I don't know. Probably I, I feel like what I'm going to do is keep my list of potential people in case I ever want to bring it back, but Mm -hmm. I'm getting my, um, my crisis party show, uh, on the second and fourth Wednesdays of every month again. So I won't be able to do it on Wednesdays and I'll be very in person. So I feel like I'll just naturally transition out of a lot of online things.
1: Makes sense. Yeah. I think it's about, I think we're getting to that point, which is exciting.
0: It is. It's so exciting. Like PAC hasn't come back yet though. So as soon as that does, I probably, I feel like I probably won't host the jam anymore because I'll be like, all right, the packs, you know, in person again. But honestly, I don't know about that. I haven't made that call yet. Mm, I'm not sure yeah, what time Yeah. You know, maybe I'll pass the reins on for that one. It just depends on how crazy my schedule becomes. Once I can do things at multiple theaters again.
1: <laughs> right. Once you're like, oh man, now I remember what it's like to,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: to juggle so many different uh, events and, and all at once and Seriously. feel that rush.
0: That is very much it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I remember the days when I had too much happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. But for now, for now, at least there are no plans to continue quarantine date night. Um, but yeah, it was a good run. Uh, Brie plugs. Yeah
1: plugs um as always um follow me you can follow me on instagram uh at brindiana jones um sometimes i post videos of my own on there and then uh fever on instagram and twitter and facebook and tiktok um we are focusing on video sketches now because we've also kind of taken a step away from doing like the online shows so hopefully more video sketches coming out soon and Maybe a live show soon in the future. And yeah, hopefully I start doing more live shows too. Yes,
0: that would be awesome. I I very much want that for you. And um, maybe we can get Fever in on Crash's Party at some point.
1: (laughs) Hell yeah. Yes, I'm totally down for that. Sweet!
0: Oh, awesome. All right, audience members, thank you all so much for listening. Give us a five-star rating if you got one handy. Leave us a review if that one is in the couch cushions and subscribe if you are mm-hmm. third joke. Um, if you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on the air, uh, and it will be a delight. I should check to make sure we haven't gotten any of those. If we have, <laughs> uh, I apologize for not being as on it as I normally am. I don't We're think liars. I get Yeah, I know. I I never get a I don't think I get specific um like what's the word for that? Uh I don't get like a notification if if a new one is there personally. So yeah. I have to check and I will check and I will make sure if it is not there then then it will be there and I will say it and both of us will read it and it will be a darn treat and a treasure.
1: Yay, gold stars please. <laughs> yes,
0: Thank you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um also Uh, special thank yous to our editor Pete Burns, thank you Pete (laughs) thank you yay, and thank you all so much for listening to You Need to See This (laughs)
1: ooh, thank you
0: (laughs) I had this dream once there were two dark figures one of them told me if I went with them I could live one last day, make my amends, and and then I'd be gone. The other told me if I went with them, I could live forever. But I would never be seen, not by anyone except believers and, and sinners.